Hello, everyone, and welcome to GivePod, Greater Vancouver's business podcast, exploring the challenges and opportunities facing our region. I'm Bridget Anderson, President and CEO of the Greater Vancouver Board of Trade. An interest in local plants and land is what got Lee Joseph started on her path. An ethnobotanist, researcher, and member of the Squamish First Nation, Lee launched Squalwin Botanicals, an Indigenous business that makes small batch botanical skincare products. Nice to see you, Lee. Thanks for joining us. It's so nice to be here. Thank you for having me. Okay, so let's start from the beginning. What does the name Squalwin mean? Yeah, so that's a great question. Um, and it doesn't have a totally straightforward answer. Uh, Squalwin is a word in the Squamish, Squamish Snachem or the Squamish language, which is the community that I come from on my father's side in Coast Salish um, territory. And it doesn't have a direct translation to English. So the closest that I have kind of come to find and resonate with for a definition um, or translation of Squalwin is to carry yourself in a good state of mind and heart and spirit. And it's often a word that you will hear, um, you know, when we gather as community or in ceremony, um, you know, Ike Squalwin is to carry yourself and to be present in that really um, good way of mind, heart and spirit. And so when I think about why it is that I do the work that I do with culturally important plants that really encapsulates a very personal meaning for me. Well, I have to admit that I was stalking you a little bit on your website and social media just to find out a little more about you as we had this conversation. And I was really struck by how you spoke about your connection to community and to land and you spoke about your grandparents and their residential school survivors and how all of that has really had an impact on the way that you have come forward in your business. Maybe you could tell our listeners a little bit about that. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, the first thing that comes to mind is just how in all of the work I've done as an ethnobotanist, which is someone who studies the cultural interrelationships between people and plants, um, you know, in my academic path and my own path of coming closer to my cultural identity, so much of that has been such a personal process and so much of it has been guided by plants and my relationships with plants and the the cultural and community relationships that this work has opened up. So when I started Squalwin, it was really as a way, kind of like a creative way to honor, you know, my love of plants, like all that I have been sort of taught and, you know, gifted in my life through spending time on the land and working with plants. And, and so I really wanted this creative way to, um, to approach that. And so Squalwin, you know, brought that, that creative space in formulating, in naming the, the products, you know, in names from the Squamish language. And to me, it's, you know, it's so closely paired with my own personal journey of connecting to culture and identity through that work that um, I, I feel like it, it's really intertwined very closely, you know, all of the work, including Squalwin with, with my own personal journey. It does sound very personal. And I'm so glad you told me what an ethnobotanist is, because that was definitely on my list. Uh, and 
I mean, that's a really important piece of this business journey for you as well. So let's start talking about the product, the botanicals that you make and, and your approach to that, you know, what is the process? Because it is quite unique. Yeah. So really like when I finished my, um, my master's and I, that was uh, the first time that I'd done research within my home community and I'd done field work in the estuary and spent a lot of time day after day working with plants out on the land. I came out of that experience feeling like, I really wanted to dive just headfirst into the lived experience of spending time on the land and seeing plants at different times of their growing season and, and just really making those connections. And so when I had my first child, uh, my daughter, Ava, I would put her in the carrier and walk and we, you know, would would look at plants and observe them. And eventually that turned into researching how to harvest them sustainably or, you know, going back to teachings that have been shared with with teachers in my community or other Indigenous communities that I'd worked with. And so I started harvesting plant ingredients and then creating these formulations with them. And in that, um, it's much more than sort of setting out to to pick a certain amount of a certain plant. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of cultural preparation and teaching that's been shared with me that you know, when you go out to harvest, before you go out to do that, it's really important, again, coming back to that place of being in a good place of spirit and mind and heart. And that doesn't mean necessarily being happy. It doesn't mean, you know, being in a in, in a uh, sort of superficial happy state. It really is kind of accessing a place of mindfulness and and gratitude really for the act that you're about to do, which is going out and, and asking a plant to share its medicine with you essentially. And so within that, you know, I really found that there's a lot of ceremony and a lot of cultural teachings that go into the act of um, even preparing to harvest. And so by going through that process and by teaching my kids, you know, just by virtue of being out with me while I've been learning this, it's become a really, you know, core part to how I've been growing Squalwin and how I continue to, you know, envision what our relationships are with the botanicals that we utilize in our products. And that's one of respect and kind of ethical engagement and sustainability. And that has been changing as I grow and scale Squalwin so thoughtful in your process and uh, quite certain that it really resonates with uh, your, with the consumers. Maybe tell us a little bit more about what the products are and what they do. Sure. So our product line has grown uh, since I started the business in 2018. Uh, But essentially each product is formulated with at least one key um, culturally important botanical in the product and often the benefits of say wild rose or of devil's club bark like each botanical will have its own set of benefits for topical Mm -hmm. use and so i draw on my experience you know working with these plants over the past years and how i formulate the products but we have a range of everything from um, lip balms to salves uh, to facial oils and serums and toners, um, bath and body oils, as well as teas. And each of these products is meant to um, you know, celebrate the, the plant ingredients and celebrate the 
relationship that these plants have been in in Squamish culture for thousands of years. And in doing so, you know, it, it again goes back to that creativity of designing what the packaging will look like. You know, it's having... very elegant. Oh, thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. So that that part's been really fun because the botanist in me sort of, you know, has really wanted the the actual plant species to be depicted on the packaging. And so working with designers to make that come together has been a really wonderful way to honor the the products and the ingredients themselves. So you start a company in 2018, and we all know what happens in March of 2020. Uh, really challenging time for all businesses and, and all individuals. Uh, but you've also in the last few years had to deal with rising costs and inflation and an acute labor shortage. I mean, as you uh, like, as you look back over the last few years and you look ahead into the next few years, you know, what are the biggest business challenges you're facing right now as you're trying to grow your company? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we were in that section, I guess, of businesses during, um, you know, COVID over the last two years where my e-commerce sales just increased in a way that caused, uh, you know, which was, was, was great, but it caused really fast, uh, a really fast need to adjust and grow. Cause it was just mm-hmm. me at that point, um, at 2020, I was doing everything in the business and, and I couldn't keep up. And so it was, you know, baffling and exciting and all these things. But at that point, I, I hired two women from my community to come in and help with order fulfillment and labeling and, you know, just all aspects of the business. And and since then, I've, I've hired on more women from my community. And so on the ground, we're a team of six um, Indigenous women. And it's been such an incredible, you know, experience to grow this team to uh to really you know have kind of an unspoken understanding of the you know the connection to this place and to the ingredients that we're utilizing and to to have people taking on different parts of the business so that I can um you know look more towards sort of the future and the growth of Squalwin and the direction of Squalwin has been really incredible uh, we've definitely, you know, as a consumer packaging based business, um, we've seen an increase across the board in shipping and raw ingredients. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it is very challenging. And it's a time I think that warrants a lot of, uh, we're doing a lot behind the scenes to look at um, planning, uh, you know, just the next steps for Squallowin and and really looking at um, our strategies, you know, from everything from how much of our business do we want to be direct consumer and what kind of key retail, you know, partnerships would we like to develop. So I think a lot of it has been, um, we've been really, really fortunate in the fact that um, the team that we have uh, has, has stayed, you know, together, working together and, and everybody is, um, you know, creating a space. I think that, that our team values and I hope will continue, you know, to, to grow in that way, but also to really look at ways to um, build those plans for the future in terms of our um, everything from, uh, you know, our strategies for uh, raw materials, for um, pricing, for retail partnerships, all of that is, is very much in top of mind right now. It sounds like you've been, uh, it has forced you to been laser focused on your strategies and really uh, make sure that you are doing everything you can to control costs. And and obviously one of the biggest challenges for any small business, but 
clear that you have been successful. You're the winner of Tell Us Stand with Owners campaign. So tell us about how that came to be. Yeah, uh, so this was such a wonderful um, uh, just piece of news to get. And and I guess we as a team, because we're a small business, uh, you know, and, and self-funded, we're always aware and looking for opportunities um, for business supports. And uh, I was the TELUS stand for, uh, or sorry, the TELUS um, uh, competition was brought forward to me by a colleague. And so my team member, Rose, who works with me closely on these kinds of applications, we applied and um submitted it was it was a really nice process to go through because i think it it really drew on a lot of the the priorities and the bigger whys for me in terms of uh mm-hmm. you know how i approach growing swallowing and it was really nice to reflect on what it means to us to give back and the ways that we're we're doing that and that's primarily through um uh, our ceremony series, we partner with Indigenous businesses and organizations to uh, our communities and organizations to give um, 10% of proceeds from small a small batch run of products to these communities. And then we also have the HIM um, project, which is a partnership with a native plant nursery where we send thousands of seeds out into Indigenous community partners and to be grown on the lands and learned from uh, within Indigenous communities. And so being able to kind of go through these givebacks and and the reasons why these are so important to Squalwin was a really uh, wonderful thing. And then to have the the recognition um, of being successful was just such a a lift for everybody, you know, during this uh, busy and and somewhat difficult time. It was a really, really nice and yeah, really nice news to get. I bet. Congratulations. Uh, you sound very, very deserving of that uh, recognition. So looking out now to the future and recognizing that sustainability and you talked about ceremony and just the thoughtful process and being a small batch producer, how do you scale your company to ensure that all of those important factors remain in place? Well, I've learned a lot over this past year because that's been the exercise, you know, internally is, is how do we scale our production? How do we scale, um, you know, our raw ingredients? How do we move from the origins of being pound harvested to finding more um, sustainable ways to grow the plants for the business. So that's looked like we're partnering with small farms and indigenous communities to actually grow the plant ingredients. And then also having, you know, seeds and starts from these plants that we're growing to share within communities. So that's been a really um, exciting evolution and one that I hope to, to build more on. Um, and then, yeah, really, I think uh, the the process of, uh, finding it's so key to find um, you know partners for co-manufacturing that you can work with in a way where they really understand uh, mm-hmm. your business, where they really value and those values importance. are aligned totally. And that yeah. takes a lot of time. <laughs> it takes a lot of time and effort. And I feel like we're at a good place now um, where we can take that step um, to increase our production in order to you know grow our business and our export and our retail program but in a way that still honors uh the origin of the business and we will be keeping the the production of 
um, some of our key products in house for the for the foreseeable future. But by outsourcing as well, it gives us a chance to really focus on those products at the same time as really working with um, co-manufacturers to to make sure that the products that we're putting out there follow you know our quality and um, sustainability ethos at Squalowin. Sounds like an exciting new chapter or new chapters ahead. Definitely. Thank you. So as we round out the conversation, what advice would you have to other small business owners that are either looking to launch their business or scale their business? Yeah, I think, you know, the first thing that comes to mind is I'm as an Indigenous business within a space that has very little Indigenous representation still, I think, you know, speaking specifically to potential future Indigenous entrepreneurs or people who are starting businesses that are connected to culture in some way, you know, that, you know, draw strength from that, draw strength from your identity, from the ways that you're in relationship and community, and, you know, finding, I think, for just generally for anyone who's heading on an entrepreneurial path, finding the place that you, you know, draw strength from and the place that you draw inspiration from within the business is really important, kind of digging down into the, you know, that why. And of course, it will be framed, you know, in in a business way, like, oh, like, what is, you know, what's the, the um, problem that you're solving? I think turning that even more personally and like what is this feeding within yourself what Mm -hmm. does this you know mean to you because that place is so important to come back to in those moments when you're growing your business where things are really challenging and you're maybe not spending all your time on the the things that you love about growing a business um you know I think that's just necessary as a small business owner you end up wearing a lot of hats so I think coming back to that place of meaning and um, the impact that you wish to make uh, is really important in in entrepreneurship. Just that purpose and the values aligning. Uh, Such great advice, Lee. Thank you so much for taking the time for speaking with us today and good luck in scaling and growing your business. Thank you so much. It's been wonderful to speak with you.